Welcome to episode 163 of the Thunder Underground podcast. This is a very special episode. Of course. Brought to you by Johnson & Johnson Baby Shampoo. Okay. I don't know where that came from. We finally got a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> but now we say this is a special episode because this is the first, uh, what's the right word? Throwback or we're re-releasing something. Yes. This is like a remastered. I didn't actually remaster the audio, so it's not. But but it's a remix. No, it's yeah. not a remix. Is it a supplemental? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's just a re-release. A re-release. I like it. We're going to call this Podcast Days Re-Revisited. <laughs> this one should be. <laughs> that would work. And speaking of Metallica, here in this next month, they're re-releasing Garage Days Re-Revisited, they the are. original 598 EP. I ordered the picture disc. What? Hell yeah. And you remember when we talked about that a few weeks ago? And you, you know, I said, that's cool that they're doing the CD in the box. Yeah. And you get, said the tape and all that. Like after that, I went and got online to order that CD in the box and it was sold out. Sold out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I missed that damn you, chance. I'm glad you tried though. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason we're here is re-releasing this stuff because... The every album in a row series thing that we've been doing. Yes. We always release directly to YouTube as a special thing. Yeah. And now we thought, well, it's been long enough that we need to put these up on all the other sites yeah. so the people that aren't checking out YouTube can hear this stuff as well. Definitely. And we've, Metallica was the first one we did, and it's been a year and a month ago because we did I it see. at the end of February. And the idea came about when I remember you messaged me and said, hey, I'm listening to Oh, yeah, yeah. Metallica's entire catalog right now, from in, start to finish. Order, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you a came couple hours later, idea. I was like, hey, what if I did that? And then we just talked about it. Yes. Even though we've heard all these albums 20,000 times, you mm. thought, well, if you just, how often do you ever listen to a band's entire catalog? Exactly. In order, from yep. start to finish, without listening to other stuff. And once we got done, we sat down and. We actually did this one on the YouTube live thing, so it doesn't sound as good as some of these other ones coming later. Yeah. And and, and it was our first attempt at this, so. Yeah. So, you know, but, let us know what you think. But. Yeah, I mean, Metallica is my favorite band of all time. Yeah. I'm, I'm a complete nerd for them. They do no wrong in my eyes, except for St. Anger. But anyways. <laughs> the other thing was this was only, when I just look back, this is only 39 minutes and then we did ones later with like Pantera had like five or six albums and it was, it was like an hour. And then I think, yeah. and then of course the Kiss one with CJ was almost two hours. Yes. So it's like, you know, as we got more into this, you know, we realized, I think we might've just did the Metallica thing and thought, well, there's all these albums. We just kind of rushed through it. Maybe yeah. we'll find out here when we listen, re-listen, but, um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it just starts with Kill em All and goes up to Hardwired. And back when this came out, what was that? Hardwired had only been out three months Yes, when we recorded this. So that's something maybe we could mention right now. Three months for an average person listening to Hardwired means you might have listened to it ten times or something. But three months for you means you listen and listen to it 90 times because that's 90 days. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I, listen to, I, I, listen, I literally listen to it. Every day. So you had a, a good understanding of this album. Yes. But the question is, now we're a full year and four months <laughs> removed from that album coming out. So is there anything, you know, now that you listen to it and I, do you I don't love know. it more? Do you rank it higher than you did? I mean, I don't know. I think when I, we talked. I, I can't remember. Yeah, where we did both I had it, it in, you know? I think we both had it as like probably the sixth best album behind the first five. Yeah. Oh. Obviously. Definitely. I almost, this might piss you off and piss some other people off. I might bump it now above Kill 'em All on my list. I know Kill 'em All is number one on your list, but Kill 'em All is number five on my list. I don't know that we can be friends anymore, Trent. <laughs> Just kidding. Because the Metallica that, you know, Master Puppets is my favorite album. Yes. And then yeah. Ride the Lightning. The Metallica yeah. I love is the big, huge, fucking epic, yes, grandiose. Exactly. No, I, thrash, I understand. Thrash that. metal that crossed into the epic stuff. We're killing all is great, but it's just straight, yeah. just like it's straight up. We're trying yeah. to be a new wave of British heavy metal band. Yeah, they're just cutting their teeth. I, yeah. I and I get that, you know. But I still kill them all. Still my favorite, just because I love the rawness of it. Yeah, I really love when bands do that. You know, it just, anyways. But I still love Hardwired. I think it's a great fucking record. I think that a lot of the songs came off great live when we saw them. Yeah. And uh, nothing's really changed. I still love it, and I still think it's a bombastic album. So, yeah, there you go. 
And it's the first hashtag I'll kill or no filler album since yes. the Black album. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, I know how much you love Load. I like, there's stuff on Load and yeah. Reload I like, but there's also stuff I don't care about. So, yeah, like Thorn Within. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, both those albums and then obviously St. Anger and then even Death Magnetic, you know, it's good. We like it, but it's not near the level the hardware is. I know. So yeah. this is the first album that is 100% solid. Just like everything Black Album previous, you know? That's right. That's right. So, you know, and other things in Metallica news since we did this episode was the Metal Up Your Podcast guys oh, actually yeah. debuted around that time. Yeah. I think it was January that year. Yeah. And you had found them sometime last year and really got into it. And then I started listening and love that podcast. Those guys are smart dudes. It's a really cool, really cool show to listen to. Yeah, if you're a Metallica fan, like a big fan, this is, it's endless, you know, because yep. it's like, you think, how could you keep making a podcast about a single band, but there's millions of topics. If there's you just so do many... a full episode on one album, then a full episode on, you know, a DVD release, and then just on a specific member, and, yeah, and I mean, specific they did, songs. They did an episode of the, the Icon thing on MTV. Right. I mean, there's so many way, places you can go. Yeah. And I mean, this podcast is like um, what Black Sabbath is to metal. This is like a music podcast of all music podcasts. So, metal up your podcasts—they're great. Check them out. Yeah, and Alpha Metallica is awesome too. Yeah, that's and, re- that's really interesting. Yeah, what Tom from Alpha Metallica does is he's basically going through every single Metallica song, kind of yes. like what we did here, but he's doing them in, in, in alphabetical song, order. Alphabetical order, yeah. And each episode is dedicated to just one song and you know so it's a project that's going to take him yeah, like, three or four years yeah exactly i think and then you know i think he had, didn't he do that before with tom waits yes and yes. then you know so there's a big you know difference in styles there and then so maybe once this is done he could go in a totally different direction yeah. too you never well, know. well i think and this is true for metal up your podcast too these guys aren't just metalheads. They love everything. Yeah. They're musicians. And that slant, and, and you know, like, like Clint and Ethan from Metal Up Your Podcast, they're professional touring musicians. So th- that slant gives them a really good, uh, a really good viewpoint on a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So. And there's another one called Speak and Destroy. Speak and Destroy, now. yeah. That's a. Uh, Ryan J. Downey, he also has another podcast called No Prize from God, which is awesome. I just started listening to, but, uh, yeah, Speak and Destroy, uh, you know, he, um, this guy is a, he's a journalist in the rock world. And so he's got a lot of connections. So he has, you know, he's had Rob Halford on, Dave Elfson, you know, Vince Sevenfold, uh, Rob Flynn, and, oh, wow. and they just talk about Metallica, you know? And so that's really cool. Yeah. That's another good one. So, yeah, if you're a huge fan of Metallica, you got all kinds of stuff you, you could delve all, into. Yeah. A million things you can listen yeah. to, and it's all good. And speaking of Alpha Metallica, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. both of us are scheduled here in the coming months to both be on there separately. Yes. You're going to record the, was it Hate Train? Yeah, I'm going to do Hate Train. And I'm going to do I Disappear. Yeah, there we go. So, and I think right now he's, where's he at? He's on the F's. Okay, so we're getting close to well, I, Train. I, I, we're getting close. I looked at it, though. Because he also does Lulu songs in there and stuff, too. Okay, right. So there's still a good, like, month and a half, two months before I'm up. Okay. And then there's a few songs between me and you. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. And, like we mentioned, Metal Your Podcast, both Ethan and Clint have been on there as well, separately. And I think they've been together now as well. And they've gave us shout-out. That's right. So, hell yeah. Yeah. Well... Like we mentioned, this was on YouTube. Currently, we did a kiss every album in a row here just a few weeks ago yes. with CJ McClellan from from Grind, and that was a really fun one. That was probably the biggest catalog we have done to this yeah, point. That was that was quite an undertaking. Yeah, that was really cool to go delve into that because there was a lot of the '80s stuff that I I'd listened to, but like never as much as I did the '70s stuff yeah. or the '90s stuff. Yeah. So it was cool to, you know, to get back into that. And Kiss is one of those bands where there's huge changes. Oh, definitely. You know, Metallica obviously had big changes in the 90s and all that, but Kiss did it several times. Lots to talk about on yeah. that one. But if you go on to YouTube right now, like you can find the Kiss one here on the podcast episodes as well. But if you go head to YouTube at Ethan Underground, 
We've got these up for Megadeth, Ozzy, Van Halen, Pantera, Guns N' Roses, and Motley Crue. Yes. I think that covered everybody. And kind of like we're doing here in the coming weeks and months, we'll be re-releasing all those as well. Yeah, definitely. And we've got some new ones where we're going to work on, too. Yeah. We can mention it because I think we did on that one. The next one we're going to do is Alice in Chains. Yes, yes. I, I'm done listening. I took notes this time. <laughs> From being embarrassed on the Kiss one by the amount of notes you and CJ had. So the shortest, and I had I had no notes and I forgot all the shit. So the shortest discography we're doing, you took notes. I on? know, I know. Yeah. Well, no, probably Pantera is probably shorter, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But hey, you know, I learned my lesson, so I'll be I'll be well. It's good. Well, you took fucking notes. prepared this time. It's good that you took notes because who the fuck knows when I'm going to finish here? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So no, like <laughs> yesterday I listened to Facelift, and then right when it got in the sap. You know, is when I had to stop. So you, you just got started. Yeah, you dick. I'm gonna have to listen to this shit again. You can remember it all. It's not gonna be months. It's literally gonna be in a week. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go check those out. But in the meantime, let's get into this. Here's our Metallica every album in a row from February of Guess just to explain that, I'll let Jason take over because you were just randomly doing this, and I said, "Hey, let's yeah. record a reaction video about it." Well, you know, uh, my favorite band—we all know that. Anyways, <clears throat> I, I had just kind of decided to do this because, you know, it's you know Metallica's the, the new record tour. You know, they're you know. They're on everybody's brain right now. You're listening to Hardwired heavily. Yeah, I'm listening to the new one heavily. You know, I'm, I'm getting psyched up for this summer. Um, Netflix just put some kind of monster on. You know, they they put, oh, that's right. Yeah, they put that on Netflix. Excuse me. And I watched it. You know, again because I hadn't seen it in years. And so I just you know, you know, we all have the you know we all have our favorite band that we get stuck on. So. I just was like, you know, there's so much of the stuff I have not listened to in a while. And uh, so I just said, I'm just going to start at the beginning and listen to each album. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't get into SNM or all the live stuff. I mean, I just studio albums, Garage Inc. Um, you know, I listened to the two, uh, New songs on SM, which aren't new now, but they were new then, you know what I mean? Right. And um, I just went straight through to Hardwired. So that's uh, in the middle of that, I was telling you about it. And that's when you had this idea. So yeah. here we are. So, yeah, you started doing this midweek and whenever you, I think, mid yeah. late week. And yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm just a geek. I'm yeah. a nerd. So that's, <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, we started. When we started going back and forth about it, I said, hey, we should record a reaction. I guess it wouldn't make sense for me to just sit here and ask you questions about <laughs> yeah. it. We could both do it. So I just started doing the same thing. Yeah, the we both did it on our own time. Non kill them all and went clear to the end. From, right. Basically from hit the lights to spit out the bone. And yeah. And, you know, it's like I said, you know, we what what do we leave out? What can we include? You know, yeah. we, we kind of started texting back and forth about like, you know, what do we what's the rules here. So it was, it was kind of a, a, a fun thing. So yeah, basically what, well, you kind of already explained it, but when we do this with future bands too, every recording or like, like you picked the live ones that were never recorded mm -hmm. in the studio, but yeah. they were newer songs. So yeah, if they have compilations out, you skip it unless it's a compilation of unreleased material or, Exactly. You know, B-sides and stuff, kind of like we talked. If we do Megadeth, we would listen to Hidden Treasures. Yes, exactly. And, you know, that it, kind of thing. It's, it's like, you know, we you don't need to listen to the Ride the Lightning deluxe version with, right. you know, 22 different demos of Forbidden <laughs> the Bell Tolls. We don't have to do that. And if we did Kiss, 
if we listened to the compilations, we would be here eight weeks yeah. from now because it would take just on compilations. seven weeks to get through the greatest hits album. Yeah, and you'd hear like you hear eight songs a hundred times yeah. or whatever, you know. So, so that's that's kind of how we came to to this, you know. Which is another interesting tidbit that Metallica being one of the biggest bands in the world and they've never had a greatest hits album. Well, Correct? no, I I don't know. I guess they just don't need to. Yeah. And I think kind of cool. The closest thing is that through the Never soundtrack thing. So, and that was I did not listen to that because that's all just old material. Right. So yeah. Starting off, the thing is everybody knows all these albums. Yes. We know all these albums. Yeah. But like you said, there's a lot of stuff you haven't listened to in a long time. Mm-hmm. I frankly haven't listened to Kill 'Em All straight through. Yeah. I've listened to tons of the songs here or there and playlists mm-hmm. or whatever but i've listened to the the four after that in its entirety in yeah. recent times and then of course everything after that i haven't except for hardwired yeah so there was a good chunk of this you know that was like a refresher and then when you listen to everything in a row like how they never had an album that sounded like another album yeah that makes sense like yeah, they're one of those bands that progressed every single album, whether it was to something you liked or not. But even from Kill 'Em All to the first it's of Ride the Lightning, you can tell a difference. Exactly. And it's like Ride the Lightning, they went in that more epic route from where they were just like this straight up balls out thrash band. And then from Ride the Lightning to Master Puppets, it became this grand, you know, epic thrash. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, like you said, um, no. each album sounds different and it's, you know, I was thinking about this earlier and you know what I was going to say. And that's really right on the money. It kind of echoes what I was going to say. Every, it, it all sounds like Metallica, but each one is different. You know, obviously on the later stuff, it's way different, but even though it's like those first four or five records are just, they're so unique to themselves, but it still sounds like Metallica. And it's each one of those albums is just a perfect blueprint. It's just, you know, Metallica is one of those bands, like you know, the big, the big guys, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, ACDC, that, you know, these are the bands that are like, you know, showing you how to do it. And, and that's, that's what I really took from the, like the first four or five records. I thought that was really cool. Um, and, and it's like, I kind of always knew that obviously, but just going through them completely because I haven't done that in years. It just really, really drove that home. And it was, it was just a really cool process to see. Yeah. More so now, you know, I, you know, you always knew that the black album sounded different than everything before it, not just production wise, but. They did make that change, you know, but I guess we were young enough. We were young enough that we weren't in that group of people that had pissed off, you know. Yeah. That was like the older generation that got butthurt, kind of like we did with Load to an extent. You yeah. not as much, I guess, but um, <laughs> I'm going to say is when you listen to those four albums and then the Black album right after it, it's way more evident why I could see if I was one of those guys that grew up with Metallica from the day that Kill 'Em All came out, I might have been a little pissed. Yeah, because, definitely. You know, you listen to some. Of, I I love the Black Album. I have no problem admitting it. I like every single song on that album. Big difference between, you know, at least ten of those songs compared to anything earlier. Oh, right? definitely, definitely. But then another thing that jumped out of me on those first albums was, you know, I've listened to stuff off of Injustice for All millions of times over the last many years, and we've all talked about. The production on that album yeah but people whine about how the largest drum sounded on say anger that fucking snare drum on all is as bad as saying anger i'll it, say it right here i don't give a shit it it, it is i mean that you're right you're right and people I'm, talked about the lack of bass but i'm like that snare drum is driving me crazy yeah and i'm glad that you said that and that brings up a great point and really the whole album is pretty thin you know i mean it's it's great. It's great songs, great riffs, like insane riffs. We know yeah. that. 
It's but, so great. Know, like the album, yeah, in its entirety is fucking great. Yeah. But, but yeah, the production, and so, sometimes it, it sounds pretty tinny, you yeah. know? And, uh, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't want to go back and change anything. So, so you got to wonder whenever, you know, because they did the Kill Em All and Ride the Lightning yeah. issues with the remasters. Yeah. So the big thing I'm sure everybody's wondering is when they get to justice, turn the bass up. You know what everybody wants them to do, or do you think they're just going to leave it the same but just make it a little thicker sound? We shall see. There was just a quote. There's a quote in all the websites just a couple days ago from James saying, yeah, you know, you look back on it, and there probably should have been bass, or that that snare on St. Anger did sound like shit. But he he also did stress that, you know, it's a picture in time and all that blah, 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 and why would you change it? You know, it shows you where we were at at the time, all this kind of stuff. So, As annoying as I thought the drum, the snare drum on the majority of that album, and Justice for All was, it doesn't stop me from wanting to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's not like the end of the world or anything. Exactly. I totally agree. You know, to reiterate, it's really cool to hear those all in a row, just to hear that that yeah. progression on the classic stuff. Yeah. Even, you know, because everybody talks about how they changed later. I mean, they were changing that whole time. Yeah, and, and you know, and on like the Black Album, one thing that kind of just stuck with me going back over it is, you know, I, a lot of those songs I haven't heard in a long time because whenever I see something that says inner Sandman or sad, but true or nothing else matters, I just skip. Right. Cause God, I've heard those songs. They're great songs that I've heard them a million times. I won't hear them anymore. Yeah. But I just was like, I'm going to listen to this. And I, I just, I let it take me back to 1992 when I was a kid. And, you know, you, you have to forget, not these songs' fault that they're so overplayed, right? You know, it's not these songs' fault that you know they're so huge. You just have to, you have to go back, start, and just you know appreciate each one of them for just being fucking great. Yeah, you know, and try to forget that you've heard it on the radio eight million times. But it's like that album. You know, you think of huge albums that had a, a ton of radio hits like mm-hmm. Appetite for Destruction or Hysteria. Yeah. Where when you take all the songs that weren't radio hits that are just fucking amazing, that's how that album is. When you look at My Friend of Misery, The God That Fell, Through the Never, The Struggle Within, yeah. Of Wolf and Man, those are like the best songs on the side. They, they sure are. I'm going to tell you something. Um, My Friend of Misery, The God That Failed, Struggle Within, the best last three songs on a record ever of anyone ever wow i'd have to think about that to see if i could i'm calling it now (laughs) that's just those are three just insane songs i mean i I wish they play i wish they played those songs more yeah i think they're just they're fantastic and didn't newstead write my friend of misery yeah i think he helped uh he helped write that yeah see that goes to show they should have let him do more i know what the hell (laughs) he might have still been in there man (laughs) right (laughs) Well, so the next step after those five albums is load. Yeah. And I've said a million times that when that came out, I was like 95% of people. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, I was so pissed off. I didn't hate it, but I was just mad. And because they didn't sound like I thought they should sound. Mm-hmm. Which you know, who's to say that I'm in charge of anything, right? <laughs> or anybody else. But I always thought back then, even, you know, pretty early on, that if this had been some band I never heard of, um, I would think they were amazing. Yeah. And, and so I like the album, and I still do. But I haven't listened to it in its entirety in quite a long time. And listening to it again, I almost move it from liking it to loving it now. Really? Yeah. Really, what 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 made you? I don't know. Just move up that that much. You know, I I knew all the songs. It's Reload, and when we get to Reload, which is where I hadn't listened Check since probably back yeah, then. Yeah. You know, and forgot half those songs because I hadn't listened to them. So on Load, I remember most of them, but just hearing them all together and taking it, just listening to it as an as music, not as master puppets. You know, it's just. It's good music, and yeah, the 
you know, it's got all those groovy riffs, which I've always loved bands that, you know, have that, that groove and that, you know, kind of swagger kind of thing. Definitely. And, you know, the solos, even on Reload, both, both those albums, you know, he's playing all these bluesy solos that are just badass. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, they're totally different from all the stuff he did before and even since. I don't know. I just like it way more than I remember liking it, yeah. you know, because I just, like I said, I've only listened to songs here and there. Like I'll listen to Wasting My Hate once every two weeks still to this day because I fucking love it. <laughs> like every other song on there, I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah. if I hear it, I hear it. If not, I'm not. But it's a totally different story, but yeah. I don't know what you have to say about love. Well, I mean, <laughs> what you're saying, you know, with solos and stuff, that's just one more thing that kind of shows how, I mean, they're they're true artists and yeah, they're metal, but still pull it off, you know, with, you know, trying different things. And, um, I, you know, I look at, I look at load and reload kind of as one thing because I know it was all recorded at the same time. I'm pretty right. sure. And, uh, but you know, I, I do, I do like load a little bit better than reload. Um, but you know, and I've said this to you, I've said it on the podcast a million times. I've said it for 20 years <laughs> Everyone always, you know, it's just because Until It Sleeps was like the first single out there that everyone heard yeah. that gave everyone that little... I still don't like that song, by the way. Yeah, That's I mean, my it's, least it's song probably my album. least favorite song. Yeah, definitely. Um, everyone was like, oh, they want alternative. They want alternative. Well, no, they fucking didn't. Half a brain and listen to the whole album. They, they kind of went more blues. They kind of went hard rock. They didn't go alternative, and if you still say that, then you're a dipshit. You're basing it off of some eyeliner. Yeah, exactly. Or bow of pictures. Yeah, you're basing it off some stupid video. <laughs> and I mean, and you know, it's easy. To, it's easy to go to that route, but you can't do it. And I, I just think that like <clears throat> hero of the day uh, is is great. I think it's it's just so different. And maybe it's not them totally, but God, I love that song. Um, it's just fucking epic. And, um, you know, I, I think that it, it, it kind of makes me, I'd like to hear Bleeding Me with like some black album production, you know? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the production on Load and Reload is just a little bit looser and rawer and, you know, uh, funner in a way, if, if you know what I mean. And um, I just... You know, I really, uh, it, it was just their, it was just their era of just hanging out there and doing something different and weird. And, you know, maybe it didn't seem like the right thing. Maybe it was a little weird, but <clears throat> I think it worked and I think it helped them get back to where they're at now in a way. So, you know, I. And see, so many people talk shit about that, but they go see them live and they're going to sing every word to King Nothing or something. Yes, exactly. Know, or Fuel exactly. or whatever. Yeah. And you're you're exactly right. They're gonna go nuts when you know they play. Everyone goes nuts when they play "Memory Remains" and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, but um, you know, kind of some. They need to play two by four, by the way. Yeah, they do. <laughs> now, I, and that's kind of what I was gonna go into is some unsung gems from that era. Those two albums, two by four. You know, Devil's Dance, uh, Prince Charming. God, I love yeah. Prince Charming. That's like one song I wish they would play live, and they probably never will. Right. But that song is just so underrated and so badass. So yeah, I mean, there's there's some there's some uh, there's some jewels in there, you know, that people just kind of pass over. I think. Right. Like that comment that, what if you took the best half of Load and the best half of Reload, put them together, you'd have a really good album. Yeah. But after listening to them back to back, that's not true at all. It's like <laughs> 85% Load and 15% Reload. Because yeah, it's like, they record these all at once, but obviously these are the leftovers in my opinion. I yeah. mean, outside of like, I like The Memory Remains, um, you know, Prince Charming, like you said, Low mm-hmm. Man's Lyric, Attitude's oh, pretty yeah. cool, Bad Seed's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, but for the most part, it's like, it's not all killer, no filler by any means. Yeah. I mean, um, where the wild things are. Right. I know you want to talk about that. And anger came out. <laughs> that was probably their worst thing they ever did. <laughs> yeah. I, but, and you know what? Guess who helped write that one? Jason Newstead. Oh, so, 
what you were just talking about a minute ago. Right. But, uh, you know, Low Man's Lyric was another one that really struck a chord with me. I love that song. Yeah. That's badass. The Another thing that jumped out at me, songs on those two albums, were that a lot of the riffs sounded the same. I mm-hmm. noticed when you listen to both those albums together, I keep hearing riffs and I'm like, this sounds like a song I heard four songs ago. Like every, <laughs> yeah. it happened several times. Yeah. So it sounded like they weren't as creative as they could have been in that department. Yeah. Good song. So. Yeah. Um, and one more thing. I think on load, Thorn Within, just throw that song in the goddamn trash can. It's <laughs> right. like a sex type thing ripoff, oh, leftover yeah. type. And it's like, just what it's like, it's like what Lars's dad said in the movie on all the, the new stuff. He's like, I would just go ahead and hit delete on that one. Right. Just they should have hit delete on that one. <laughs> Ronnie, because I used to always that used to always be my song as a go to that I would joke about, yeah. you know. And it was that's actually a good song. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. It's, it's probably like the most different fucking thing they did. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, I I really liked it. It's it's got a lot of attitude. That's for sure. You yeah. know, a lot of twang. Yeah. So, well, reload. Then Garage Inc is next. Yeah. And this is kind of the biggest uh, jolt to your system in the whole process of listening to every album in in a row is listening to the end of Garage Inc. and the beginning of St. Anger. Because that's that's not a great comparison because you're talking about old songs that were recorded. You know, yeah, because the end of Garage Inc. is all the... Yeah. In, in which was is, that the first half of the second disc? I, I, no, because the Motorhead songs were there at the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way. And then the next thing you hear is Frantic. But, uh, I know. But, so, I mean, I we don't really need to say a lot about Garage Inc. We know it's, for the most part, it's all cool. There's some random stuff on there, but. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 like all the, the their Motorhead stuff. It's their B-sides. Yeah. Bread fan. First, the first disc of that was all the new. Yeah, well, the covers, new, right? new covers. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. I like I like the free speech for the dumb, and the uh, the more I see those kind of short, you know, kind yeah. of punk covers. Um, it's electric is a great cover. Yeah. Um, I never want to hear turn the page again. I've heard that a million times. <laughs> you know, and the merciful fate medley is badass. We all know that. You know. Right. Then of course the second album with so what. Uh, Stone Cold Crazy, you know, Killing Time. Yeah, I mean, that's just tried and true. You can't go wrong, right? It's always going to feel good, and it's always going to be there for you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you transition from yes. that into Saint Anger, and that's where yes. that's know. where we just shit the bed, Trent. Right. <laughs> so, Saint Anger, as in most people's mind, is their least favorite metallic album. I'm sure there's exceptions to the rulers. People out there that probably love it, but yeah. I know that throughout the years when people are ripping on it, you always defended it mm-hmm. to a point. And, you know, I got it like everybody else. I listened to it and then didn't listen to it forever. And then pro- I was probably, I was trying to remember what it was a long time ago. I listened to it again in its entirety yeah. just to give it another shot. And I think it was probably around when Death Magnetic came out so we're still you know we're talking eight years ago now and i remember thinking eh, whatever so i don't really remember but whenever i did it this time and that was a fucking painful journey yeah it's just you keep thinking okay the song's almost over and then it, you know you forget oh yeah there's four more minutes in this song and, yeah you know crazy bullshit I, that doesn't need to be here and then you get to the shorter songs like my world and they're even fucking worse than the eight minute long song i know, I know. <laughs> I, you know, I always did kind of defend it just because it's Metallica and they're my favorite band and I'll buy anything they do because I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a dork like that. But, you know, I listened to the, I listened to this again and, you know, I, I, I do, I like the, a positive I will give it is, like I've said before, if you watch that movie, you kind of understand it a bit more. I, I, I get the, um, um, the, the chaos of it, 
but just the production side of it there i just there's no there's no excuse yeah and i'm not even talking about the stupid fucking snare drum well yeah listen to those guitars it's just muddy as hell yeah it's like what does do you guys know how to turn a fucking dial it's like come on (laughs) and even some of the vocals you know they sound so separated from everything else yeah and and he's just screaming and singing weird shit and weird voices and it's like what the fuck is going on i just it it it, angry listening to it (laughs) i I think that and and i just i i you can't pay attention to it because it's just hey let's just pile a bunch of shit onto each other right you know, and and make a twelve minute long song, <laughs> you know, and scream over it. Right. Which there's bands out there that do that and do it well. Is it the case here, Trent? Right. I, I think, all in all, uh, you know, I, I I like Frantic as a song. Uh, yeah. That that Frantic will work. You know, and I always kind of dug the unnamed feeling a little bit. Oh, right. Um. You know, but other than that, let's just, you know, let's hit delete on that, on all that too. <laughs> there might be some parts here and there, but I just. Yeah, there'll be parts where a riff will be going. I'm like, well, this is all right. And then all of a sudden that's gone and turning into shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and I just, I don't know. I just. Because uh, it's like you think about it, even if that was a album or something, those songs are still not good. It's like, well, I know, there's I know. A, you know, there's parts of them that are, and you know, when that band from England, you know, condensed them, mm-hmm. took out all the crap and produced it well. And it yeah. sounded, it sounded good. You know, it was still not the greatest thing ever because yeah. those songs aren't the greatest thing ever. But you, so you got to wonder, it's like, this is the same band that continuously wrote songs. Yeah. So it's not like they all of a sudden just can't write anymore. Yeah. You know, cause we've got albums after this, obviously that are great. Yeah. So it's almost like they just thought, see, we're the biggest band in the world. This is our test to see how much people will really fucking do with. You know, it's it's almost like maybe it was a joke, you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like you got to think their, I mean, their management had to be sitting around going, um, what are we going to tell them? <laughs> you know, or fuck, maybe they're in you, on You know it. what they could do now as a, see, they should do a like six city tour where they played St. Anger in its entirety. And they would probably fill the place up because, you know, people are fucking... Yeah. If they came to Oklahoma City and played St. Anger in its entirety, you would drive there to see them. Well, you're goddamn right I would. <laughs> I know. See? Yeah. See, you caught me. You yeah. got me. It's I just one would, of those things. I probably would, too, just out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, um, I was I was listening to our, our episode that we did, one of the first episodes we did, um, where we talked about it was just an all Metallica episode, and uh, Justin, uh, who was on there with us, brought up a good point from Egotastic Fun Time. Yes, exactly, and, and it is Egotastic, and it is fun. It, it is you know that they had a DVD with that CD of them just rehearsing it and playing the whole album in its entirety in their rehearsal room, and it sounded a lot better because it wasn't that stupid fucking snare drum and and their guitars were, you know, should be, you know, more. And it just, it was a lot better. So that's kind of just an interesting side note. Well, even when I've seen the times I saw something live, which was, I know in Wichita when we saw them, they played St. Anger, they played some kind of monster, I think, right? Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else, but those songs sound way better live because they're, they're heavy. Yeah, you know they're a little heavier, they're they're thicker, whatever you want to call it. It yeah. sounds like everything else. You know? Exactly, exactly. Even it's, though it's, it's still the same equipment and the <laughs> same sound they're using for when they just played Master of Puppets or whatever, right? You know, um, I and I think uh, um, it, but yeah, I mean it's just uh, I, I don't know. That's pr- probably one I won't uh, I won't be visiting again <laughs> right so yeah yeah i don't see myself ever putting myself through it again yeah i, I did it it's done <laughs> and i was listening to it like halfway through i'm like i can just skip this and tell jason i listen to it but i'm like no i'm halfway through this i yeah i'm gonna do I, it i'm I gonna finish it. this just so i can say that the the first 30 minutes that i you know weren't a complete waste yep. <laughs> exactly. yeah exactly exactly well before we got into this we 
skip the, you know, you mentioned we listen to Human. Yeah. And then I Disappear. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like Minus Human. I think that's a great song. Um, no Leaf Clover is all right, um, but I like Minus Human better. And I Disappear, you know, from the Mission Impossible soundtrack. I mean, eh, it's okay. That song and No Leaf Clover both sound just like something that. Yeah, know. yeah, that's what I think. I think you're right. And, and I and, and I went back on YouTube and listened to their cover of 53rd and 3rd by the Ramones. Because oh, that's not on Garage Inc. Because it was later. And that's right. that album isn't on Spotify or nothing. And I used to have that Ramones tribute record. And I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, but, I wish that was on Spotify or something. Because I don't know if I've. I think I've got the CD somewhere. I need to pull that out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I went, I got it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, after St. Anger, then we're in the Death Magnetic. Yeah. And followed that by Beyond Magnetic, right? Like yes. Four, four songs. And that's another thing that if, if you're listening and you never listen to Beyond Magnetic, you should because those four songs are better than half the songs on Death Magnetic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Um, they really are. I think. Uh, I, I guess it was. I'm. I'm assuming. I never really got the whole story, but it had to be like leftovers from the Death Magnetic se- sessions. Yeah. But uh, you know, four songs: Hate Train, Just a Bullet Away, Hell and Back, Rebel of Babylon. Uh, to me, were much more. All four of those songs were uh, hookier and like more focused than death magnetic and the production was uh, just a tad better but uh, the main thing is more focused i'm telling you right you know it was just more uh, you know death magnetic i think was like okay well everybody off with saying anger i need to go back to just thrashing yeah so let's just you know let's just blow it out yeah you know and and it you know and it did the job people enjoyed it i enjoyed it Great songs, you know. I remember and, the first time hearing, I can remember the first time I heard several of their songs, like going back to Until It Sleeps or, you know, St. Anger and then the song. And then the This Was Just Your Life was the first single, yeah. right? And it's like, with that clean guitar that builds up to something like they did in the, the 80s on several songs. Yeah. Know? So it even kind of harkened back to that, but it's still this for the production of the album in a whole is obviously way better than but yeah it's not as good as it could have been either i, I know it's, it's a little staticky isn't it yeah but that obviously got changed with hardwired yes but i don't know if we want to talk more about death magnetic i'm not jumping i just you know <laughs> I, I think that like i said um Death, Death Magnetic was great. It was a good return to form, even though it might have been a little frenetic in places, long-winded. But then again, you had short, badass, just thrashers like My Apocalypse and yeah. um, All Nightmare Long. So, I mean, you know, you, that, was a, that was a good one. Uh, Day That Never Comes was great. It was just a return to their epic kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't. You can't knock that the one. day that never comes was the first single then, right? Yes, that was the okay, first single. This was just your life. As the okay, first gotcha, song. gotcha. Yeah, so, uh, you know, definitely can't say too much bad stuff about that one. And then, you know, when they when they dropped Beyond Magnetic, like I said, I enjoyed that a lot better. Uh, it was, it, it, it's a, you know, it kind of showed us what was to come. Right. What kind of, what was that, that lyric that always bugged the shit out of me on, um, and what song? It's like the second or third song on Death Magnetic. Is it then? No, the end of the line. What's the song after that? Um, Broken, beaten, scarred. Yeah. What's that lyric he says in there that's just fucking ridiculous? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, never mind. It'll come to me later. Yeah. <laughs> it could be anything. There's probably a lot of words in that song, too. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> he says it a few times, I think. But anyway, now we're up to the, the current album. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like with. The last couple, there's this big gap in between them, so they have time to, I guess, think mm-hmm. of what they're doing. And they, we, you know, we have a full reaction video for this whole album. If you click on our, yeah, click on our uh, subscribe thing there, and <coughs> listen to some previous stuff. If you want to know more about Hardwired, but 
this was wasn't any kind of revelation because both of us have listened to this in its entirety quite recently. Yes, because it just came out a few months ago, and it's cool to hear you know that they can kind of combined everything from all this previous stuff that we just listened to. You're you're right, totally right. You mean you hear all the elements of you know ride the lightning and a justice for all the black album load. You know, there's thrash stuff. There's, you know, those kind of mid-tempo metal songs they that they're good at. You know, like the sad but true type stuff with yeah. like uh, Murder One and that kind of stuff. Yeah, they, you know, and they didn't really do a lot of that on Death Magnetic, so that's kind right. of what I was saying. And you know, it's just a good full circle point, and it's just uh, another. It's cool to just see. Well, this is where they've come. This is where they've landed after you know what, probably thirty-five years or something almost. Yeah. If you didn't listen to anything in between and you listen to Hit the Lights and then Spit Out the Bone, and yeah. the voice is different, the sound is different, but they're not really that far removed from yeah. each other because they're both just like fucking balls out metal songs. It's exactly. It's, I, I kind of think like if you went back in time to like 83 and played them Spit Out the Bone, okay, That's all right. Cool. Yeah, but we, then we like, did it, guys. <laughs> yeah, but then if you like went and played them like Thorn Within, he might run into some problems. Cliff would still be alive because he would have murdered everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you never know. It's just a, I, I'm I'm excited to kind of see you know what what band we're going to do next and kind of see how these bands you know have evolved. It's yeah. it's interesting. But one other thing I want to say is I thought about if you did like a short form of this where you just took the first track off of every album and listened yeah. to them in a row. Every song is a good uh, album yeah. and era, except maybe Fuel, because that's a little, most of the songs on that album, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but every other first song is very indi- indicative of what else is to come after. Yeah. 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 That's a great point. And they always have great lead off tracks for the most part, outside yeah. of maybe Ain't My Bitch, compared, yeah. you know, because there's better songs after that. But. Well, uh, Make a CD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mixtape. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, we... Megadeth, I know you already started it, so yeah. I don't know if that's what we're going to do next. Yeah, I, I think I'm on... System has failed. Oh, wow, you're deep into it then. Yeah, I ain't messing around. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think that would be a little more... Uh, it's a little... It wouldn't be as drastic with them until you get to... You notice that change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the late 90s, it's when it kind of changes big, yeah. and then they have their kind of hills and valleys after that. But exactly. I think it'd be really interesting to do, you see, just <laughs> to hear, because, you know, everybody always makes that joke about how, you know, if it's not broke, because everything sounds the same. It'd be really cool to listen to them from beginning to end just to see if you notice some, I mean, obviously you're going to yeah. notice a pr- progression, you know, a little bit, yeah. but it'd just be cool to hear. I think and maybe that, that might be like the shortest one we do. It might be a couple minutes. Yeah, that's well, right. Let's ACDC, you know what you're getting and see you later. Right. Or there might be some surprises. You never know. Yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> but we do know we're going to do Megadeth. We're going to do Guns N' Roses and Pantera. Those are the ones we've talked about. I'm sure we'll hear more probably ACDC, Kiss, Definitely. Yeah, maybe Def Leppard if I can talk into that. Hey, I'll I'll do it. I'll do any of them. I owe you one. Yeah, we should do. Uh, who's a who's a band that's got like two albums? Oh, God, <laughs> we could do Blind Melon. They only had three albums. What we should, you know, what we should do. Let's let's do bands we both hate. Who would that be? Just just to torture ourselves and talk <laughs> about it, right? <laughs> Yeah, just to see if you can find stuff to like. Yeah, yeah, like we listen like to every Bush listen. album, <laughs> right? You know, we'll we could probably... do Bush, Lincoln Park. Uh, Jesus Christ, Nickelback. No, okay, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'll quit. You can go fucking do this with somebody else. Damn it! All right, no Nickelback. There you go, our Metallica every album in a row that we recorded late February of 2017. That was the first every album in a row that we had done. Hopefully it wasn't too corny. Hopefully it was decent. I, I think it was. I think it I, was. From what I, I remember. I've got faith in ourselves. <laughs> right. But yeah, like we mentioned, Metallica is Jason's favorite band, so that's kind of why 
we started with them and started doing this in the first place. Yes. And then we did Guns N' Roses shortly after because that's my favorite band. Yes. And we just went through all the stuff we love as well, like Megadeth and Ozzy and Van Halen and Pantera. Crew, Pantera. Yeah. And we've got, you know, tons of the big ones we want to get to, like, you know, your Def Leppard and like Aerosmith, Black Sabbath, Tesla, yeah. ACDC. Then there's stuff that's not as huge as that that we've talked about, like Life of Agony and Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah. The more underrated bands we love. Yes. But speaking of, you know, like after we did that one with CJ, Travis Davis from Claim Your Enemy contacted me and said, I assume at some point, hopefully you guys are going to do ACDC. Oh, and yeah. He's like, I would love to. We'll have to have him because he's a. It's kind of like with CJ with yeah, Kiss. Gigantic ACDC. Yeah. Man, that's going to be. that. That's a. That'd be an undertaking as well. Yes, it would be. Would be. But that would be another. Oh yeah, one. we'll definitely do it. Um, but you know, Metallica, and you know, they announced their North American tour. We're going to two of them. Right. It's going to be awesome. Well, and another thing to mention is we saw Metallica after. We yes. Were, we recorded yeah. this originally. Saw them in Dallas. Dallas last June. Fantastic show there at oh, the man. Cowboy Stadium. Huge stadium show with Avenged Sevenfold and Local H opening up. Yeah. Great stuff, and then now they, like you said, they announced the North American tour, and we got tickets for the Tulsa show and the Kansas City show. So if anybody out there is going to either of those, let us know. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah, but that's way what? That's freaking uh, eight, nine a, months from now yeah, for no, Tulsa, no and then a year a for year Kansas for, City. Yeah, but we're thinking like trying to do some kind of get together for the Tulsa one. That's true. You know, somewhere that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because I know Metal Up Your Podcast has, I think they're probably doing a get together in Nashville. Yes. And I'm sure there's other yeah. places where people are doing this. So. Yeah. And, you know, that that could totally be a, a carbon copy move from us, but who cares? It's a great idea. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to look into it. Definitely. And there's probably other shows here coming up on these big shows we could probably do that with if oh, we yeah. wanted to as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, we appreciate you listening to this. Like I mentioned, all those other ones are on YouTube at The Thunder Underground. Head to soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground or iTunes or our website, thethunderunderground.com. Anywhere podcasts are heard, you can check out all our previous stuff. We mentioned Megadeth earlier. Dave Elfson was on here a while back. Chris Broderick was on here. Earlier on, we've had on guys from, we mentioned Kiss, Gene Simmons and Bruce Kulik have both been on here. That's awesome. Guys from Seven Dust. Shine Down, Warrant, Europe, Firehouse Trickster. We love our glam metal. We do, we do. We've had on some heavy stuff like Death Angel, Sid Cross. Yeah, Battle Cross. Yeah, Sid Sid Falk from Overkill, yeah. He was on here early, two part episode. Real great one. If if you love thrash metal, you love Sid Falk. You definitely need to check that out. The list goes on and on. COC, Shooter Jennings. So just get back through there, dig through it, listen to some of this other stuff. Definitely. Sid Falk's awesome. He, he he always likes my dog pictures on Instagram. That's true. Of my hound dog. Because he is definitely a dog guy. Yes. Because he's got some great dogs of his own. Definitely. So, yeah. There you go. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>